Costs to originate keep rising, even with more technology in the industry. The problem is the core platform. A new LOS can re-architect the process around data, not humans moving paper files. Vesta has built this LOS, and you can learn more at Vesta.com. Pulled from the hottest topics coming across our news desk, I'm Alcina Lloyd, and this is Housing Wire Daily. Today's episode continues our Woman of Influence mini-series, which couldn't be any more perfect as Housing Wire just launched this month's magazine issue, which highlights the 2021 Women of Influence winners. In today's WOI episode, AJ Barkley, neighborhood lending executive at Bank of America, talks about the importance of home ownership and financial literacy in underserved communities. She also discusses her work at the Black Professional Group of North Texas and the Black Women Ready to Lead initiative. But before we listen, here's a brief word from our sponsor. Finance of America Companies provides lending solutions for every phase of life. With a proven ability to innovate towards evolving needs and an unwavering focus on the customer first, last, and always, Finance of America Companies empowers borrowers with a diverse suite of services in traditional and reverse mortgages, commercial real estate loans, home improvement, and more. Visit www.financeofamerica.com to learn how Finance of America is pushing dreams forward and find opportunities to join their incredible team. That's financeofamerica.com. Finance of America Companies is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm Brenna Nath, HIV Plus Managing Editor here at Housing Wire. Excited to continue, and it's always my privilege, this Women of Influence podcast miniseries where we're spotlighting the accomplishment of our Women of Influence Award winners over the years and what they're doing today and how they're making an impact in the industry. Today, I have with me AJ Barkley. She is a neighborhood lending and community lending executive at Bank of America. I'll let her dive a little bit more into her role, but to start off these podcasts, I always like to say first, congratulations on being a Woman of Influence. Thank you so much, Brenna. I'm excited to be here with you today and um, just honored again for the recognition I uh, can't tell you how many of uh, my friends and family call to acknowledge not just myself, but others. And then the other uh, piece that we just don't take, we take for granted is how inspiring it is for others to see women get recognized. And, uh, you know, people that I mentor, that I coach also reached out and it continued to strengthen the bond and the relationships that we had. Uh, in terms of them being even more insightful and thoughtful about what they may need to do uh, as they think about their careers. But anyway, thank you for having me today. I'm glad that you mentioned that. I appreciate that you mentioned that because watching these women and having the pleasure of interviewing them, it's really amazing to see the waterfall of knowledge and mentorship that carries through to your point. Um, I think all of you uh, are mentoring the next generation, which is great to see. I like to start off since this award Now, we have the profile on you from 2020. You've done, I'm sure, so many things since then. So just setting this foundation of, can you talk about your role and what you're doing today at Bank of America? Thank you. I have a phenomenal opportunity every morning when I wake up, and I try to keep it in its most simplistic terms, to help individuals, families, and people that are first-time home buyers, multicultural buyers, people that are across um, multiple, um, um, the, the end-to-end economic spectrum, realize the power of home ownership and in many, and also um, starting their own business. And I do that because I work um, on strategies and tactics to really focus on uh, those areas for that, those clients and individuals and families, as I stated. 
I do that in uh, looking for ways, tools and resources to help them understand the process of whether that's home ownership, whether that's opening a small business, um, and then the tactics to help them get there with tools and resources. So it's a phenomenal opportunity. We are transforming our company, uh, leveraging the power of the feedback and the current uh, trends around housing and small business and just the complexity and their simplicity, depending on where you are in the journey. So I get to do that every day. And um, it is extremely rewarding. I get to work for pe- work with people across the company, across Bank of America. But more importantly, I get to work with community advocates. I get to work with people who are focused just like we are, whether that's nonprofits and others that are all also focused in the same space. So I, it's a pretty cool job. I mean, it's a lot of work, but I so enjoy it. And many times people don't have the opportunity to wake up and be able to, to serve a community and, and go to sleep feeling like you've done lots more work to be done, but that you're making a difference. And I'm hoping that's what's happening um, on behalf of Bank of America and then myself personally. And really, you're an expert in this area. And it's a topic that Housing Wire has been covering over the years. My next question for you really looks ahead. You know, you're doing so much right now to change the conversation, to make an impact in the communities. So what does the next year look like for you when it comes to driving successful homeownership, along low to moderate income borrowers, when it comes to underserved communities, and multicultural borrowers in all economic situations? Since I know this is an area that you're working, like you mentioned, there's there's always stuff to be done. Um, I'm sure there's so much impact being seen in those communities, but what does the next year look like? Thank you for the question. Uh, the next year is filled with ongoing focus on demystifying the end-to-end homeownership process because as we went through the pandemic over the last 18 months and we're still you know obviously in the middle of a, a health um, situation for our country I think that people have stopped or paused thinking that they cannot continue this journey of home ownership so for us it's the continued education um, engagement again with strategic partners nonprofits housing agencies and others, to help people that are still on this journey for home ownership and do it through the program we launched that we've made significant commitments on, which is our community home ownership commitment. We initially made a commitment of $5 billion over five years and outperformed that very quickly and announced uh, this April to expand our commitment to $15 billion to help people, individuals and families realize the power of home ownership, sustained home ownership. And so for us, this is extremely important. And and the program really addresses the barriers of home ownership, which really is reserves. It's closing costs and down payment. And so for the next year or the future, what we've been doing, we're not stopping. I think it's probably the quickest way I could have answered that. We're continuing this journey. Um, We're continuing to retool our um, resources and, and the capabilities for people to be able to do a lot of these things remotely in terms of education and demystifying the process through online tools and abilities to like look for homes that qualify for our programs remotely. So we've had to adjust, uh, Brent, as you would imagine, with everything that's going on, but we know how powerful home ownership is and how it is the beginning for many people um, on the path of wealth and building the legacy for their family. So that's what we're doing and my focus is uh, going in the next year. It doesn't stop, right? We're continuing the path we started interesting that you mentioned how things have even shifted with the work from home element going to next year. You see that all across kind of the board, I think, regardless of industry. And it's interesting to see, you know, educational tools, that guidance, all important and find it 
notable that even, you know, in all elements, you have to transition to this work from people are at home concept. Yeah, it is because um, the day that, you know, just the home ownership space has changed, realtors engagement has changed. And so um, people do a lot remotely. They, you know, you can do a full mortgage. I mean, you can do uh, through our digital mortgage experience in the convenience of your own home. You can do the things that you would have normally had to sit somewhere and talk to someone uh, about uh, face-to-face. And I think we're reacting to the environment and we're reacting to the needs of the communities we serve and just what people are doing differently. So I do do think it's extremely important. The other thing I would say when you talked about the future and why it's important that we stay focused is um, a lot of times people don't want you to know that they don't know as much as they think they should know around home ownership. And so having the ability to use our first time edu series and do the stuff online, which is in English and Spanish, and really making sure that you have the ability to touch people and and meet them where they are, I'm hoping opens up the door more. Because one of the challenges we have is everybody, you know, uh, realizing that they don't need to wait any longer, that home ownership is right around the corner. So this focus is personal. For me, because I believe it is the means of building wealth, and I think we all know that, but also for the bank, it's extremely important. One unique element of our Women of Influence winners that I think is really special is you all volunteer and serve and lead in other areas outside of your role, so outside of your role at Bank of America, um, and really making an impact in other ways. I know you specifically, you serve as the co-executive sponsor of the Black Professional Group of North Texas, and you launched the Black Women Ready to Lead initiative. Can you not only talk about, you know, both of those initiatives, but also why your passion behind them and why you think it's so special or important to give back and to serve in these ways? Great question. So um, Bank of America has over 11 employee networks, and, and one of them is the Black Professional Group. And it really, our employee networks are designed to help development, talent development, career development, um, provide an opportunity from both both the diversity, but also an inclusion space where people can learn um, about people and learn about um, uh, our cultures, ethnicities, just things that sometimes people aren't comfortable asking. So the Black professional group exists across the country. I just have a phenomenal opportunity to co-lead that. And what we do, and the reason why it's so important is there's a lot that people want to ask when they're thinking about their careers and they, they want to sometimes ask those questions in a place that may be comfortable for them, where they can be vulnerable, where the person receiving and giving the feedback can be vulnerable. So it's been extremely helpful. We do also, um, um, when I co-lead this with another colleague, we bring other people in to spend time um, with the Black professional group and really help them think about what's their next career move, what are some of the skill sets they should be thinking about, how do they own their career, how do they then pay it forward, which gets to why we all do this, right? Because if we are not paying it forward and helping people understand the days that are good and the days that aren't so good and how you react and how do you protect your brand and how do you become impactful in your company and live your company's culture and values and be your authentic self, which is most important. So that's why I do the Black Professional Group uh, as a co-executive sponsor. It's important. 
Um, our company is passionate about diversity inclusion. It's not just the, the, the word. It is how we do what we do to affect the communities we live in. And authenticity is important. So then you asked about Black women ready to lead. We um, across the country uh, do a lot of work around multicultural women to, ready to lead. And then there's Black women ready to lead. But specifically here, it gets even more detailed around um, vulnerabilities or questions around um, Black women and an opportunity for people not to think that they're alone around some of these perceptions and or realities. Uh, and then we really help craft uh, plans for them and again, give them exposure. I'm excited to say um, in North Texas, um, through our Black Women Ready to Lead, we've had over, we had about, I guess, about 70 women that were part of our program. And almost 30% of them have either expanded their roles uh, at the bank and or have been promoted. Um, and a lot of that was because they felt they understood the path of how to improve them, their own skill sets, how to really influence with impact um, and, and really have create level of confidence for them to be able to do things that they aspire to do. So uh, really excited. And, and look, I always look for who's next and who's my successor and who's the next person that gets to expand their skill sets and role and do some great things at our company. Throughout this conversation, we've kind of touched on mentorship and even just there to your last comment about who's going to be the next person. But I want to see the opposite direction. So those people that you you looked up to and the people who I'm sure helped grow you to where you are today. So who are the women or the people in or even outside of this industry that you look up to? So there's not just one, because I could be on here talking to you for another 45 minutes if I just started with one, but I'll just share with you um, the, the leadership or the skill sets of people who have inspired me to be me, right? And to be my authentic self while delivering um, upon the commitments of my company, which I agree with and the values. And it was a few things that people shared with me. Um, one, um, have confidence in your ability to do whatever you've been asked to do and uh, move forward, learn, be intellectually curious uh, about everything, not just what your day job is, you know, what you do every day tactically and all that, but be curious around what's going on in the environment. Be curious about what's going on in the industry, regardless if you are, you know, the person executing on the loan, you know, in terms of housing or whatever, but be curious, intellectually curious. The other thing that I learned um, that for people I look up to is this whole listen, learn, and apply because people in the industry, you know, it's changed, it's evolved, and you're going to keep learning, things are going to change. Um, but how you take in the feedback and how you're going to make mistakes, uh, how do you uh, learn from those mistakes, grow from those, and just apply, reapply? Don't keep doing the same thing the same way and then um, understand, and then not understanding why it didn't you know, work out the way you want to. So I look up to people who are inspiring, who have been able to give me feedback. Uh, if everyone, you know, people I inspire the most are inspired by the most are people who gave me difficult feedback and um, gave me the ability to learn, you know, around my blind spots and really be able to adjust. And so I admire those people. I also admire and was inspired by people that said, even though you um, may not have the background in a specific area, don't let that limit you. And so that's several people, uh, Brenna, not just one, but those are the things that help push me forward um, in, in, in the company and in this industry 
um, which can be challenging um, if you stay stagnant and and don't and aren't open to, to change and different perspectives. Right. That feeds right into the last question that I always like to ask, which is just as much as you're saying, those are the skill sets that you like to look for. Um, I think those are the same qualities that you look for in women in this industry and how to get more women into this industry. So to wrap, especially the Women of Influence Awards, we spotlight the women who are making a difference. So how do we create, I know we've talked about mentorship, but how do we create that next generation, get more females into this industry? And why is this important? What's important because the industry needs to look like the communities we serve and it needs to continue to be diverse, both in terms of ethnicity, race, et cetera, but also gender. And um, we need to be impactful because our voices help to create the solutions for people like us that want to realize um, personally the power of ownership, but more importantly, have, being part of the impact of bringing housing uh, to women um, and, and people across the country. Look, I would say, um, I think in order for us to get people there, we have to make sure we are sponsoring um, programs, people partnering with universities and colleges, working with nonprofit organizations, doing things that really help to, uh, pathways to leadership outside of our day jobs and um, demystify uh, this whole process and, and, and how um, what may have been traditionally a male-dominated environment doesn't have to be that way. We, we have the opportunity to make that change. And so, you know, get outside of the walls. We function in every day. Uh, the other thing I think we need to do is always say yes to the call. I speak to people all the time at different places of their career. And I don't care how junior you are. I don't care how senior you are. Just having the opportunity to reflect 30 minutes with an individual could be impactful to the career decisions that they make because uh, they don't know what they don't know. And so the more we do that and the more we are transparent and, and, and vulnerable at the same time, because uh, sometimes people think everything is always perfect. And, and through our careers, we all have ups and downs. Share those and share how you were able to overcome those and be resilient uh, in this industry. So I, I would just say, reach out, talk to people, engage with people, be, be authentic and uh, help them um, with their path and help them map that out for them as possible. Well, AJ, it's a pleasure chatting with you, kind of hearing all these insights, what drives you, what you do at Bank of America and the impact that you're having in the community. So thank you so much for your time. Appreciate it. Thank you, Brenna. Have a great day. Now more than ever, the housing industry is looking to its leaders for answers. That's why each week, the Housing News Podcast invites a new mortgage, fintech, or real estate executive to the show to provide its listeners with more perspective on the announcements and news stories crossing HousingWire's news desk. Hosted by Sarah Wheeler and produced by Alcina Lloyd, the Housing News Podcast is now available on iTunes, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, and more. Thanks for listening to Housing Wire Daily. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode and we'll catch everyone back here again tomorrow.